Do you like to be the first name of your sex tape? Well, if you like to be the first to listen to podcasts, you might want to check out our Patreon because now we're offering a brand new membership tier called Name of Your Sex Tape. I couldn't help it, guys. I'm sorry. For five pounds a month, you'll get an ad-free version of our weekly episode on a Tuesday, a full day earlier than its usual release. So you can be the very first to talk about how funny our guest was, how quickly you cracked the case, or how badly I answered a question. Plus, you'll get all the benefits of our regular tier, including our live Zoom records, a special shout out on the podcast, and if you really like to hear us talk, we've got an entire back catalog of extra content. Check it out on patreon.com forward slash drunk women solving crime. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Fancy coming along to see Drunk Women Solving Crime live? Ooh, yes please. Why not join us for our monthly London residency at the marvellous Museum of Comedy? We've got monthly shows through to June. Plus, every show is a double header, so you get to see us record not one, but two episodes with two fantastic guests. You can find tickets on our website, drunkwomensolvingcrime.com. Shows are selling out fast, so be quick. Noise. Noise. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. As well you know, this is where a dry martini meets dried bloodstains. Nice. Thank you. This is where a shooting star meets a mass shooting. Okay. Yeah. Bit darker, that one, actually. Bit darker. Bit darker. darker. And this is where a Molotov cocktail meets a Molotov cocktail. Hey! That's good. Thank you. It is a true crime podcast with a twist of life. It gives me diarrhea. I just, I just thought, you know, it could be a theme. The new tagline for, for limes. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe we got so far into this podcast not knowing what limes do to you. I know. I know. Yeah. It's, it's always it's good to we can still surprise each other even after all this time. <laughs> you said so quiet. It's a good We're marriage. like this is going to be our tagline, which was yeah. a total accident. And here it makes you yeah. deathly ill. It would be like if we're like we love penicillin. Like I would have spoken up. Yeah, <laughs> about That's, that. That is that is. Anyway, <laughs> okay. So I am Katie Wilkins. I am hosting this one. I haven't done a live hosting for over a year, so I might oh. be. A bit rusty, but I'm not sorry because I'm, my news resolution is to be more sassy. So sassy you're all just going to have to deal with it. 2021. Um, <laughs> that will be my jingle. Can I be behind you everywhere just because you lead to, to do the jingle? You would lead a nice life too, that, so I'll just I, enjoy it. Also, like everyone, everyone will back off because they'd be like, "Well, she's she's got this other person." 2021. We can't pick on her. <laughs> now this is the point where we would normally introduce a guest. How live is this? Our original guest is stuck in traffic. So, Glamour. we have another guest to tell what? you about a crime. So, please welcome what? the fantastic Jade Adams! Jade Adams! Yes! Jade! Yes! What a brilliant <laughs> surprise! Oh, elbows, elbows! All the things. <laughs> and she just happens to have an awesome outfit on. How did this happen? Yeah. This feels very contrived, but it's not. Yeah. Um, we were lucky she was here. Yeah. I, uh, this is just what I do in lockdown, buy clothes that I can't wear. But luckily, <laughs> I'm on this and I can. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. It's all worked out. It's so good. So I just feel like we're having a lovely uh, pub time now. Is it time <laughs> now? Am I meant okay. to do this? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Open it, mate. That Open it. Get that involved. one's for you, isn't it? Because so our guest that will be joining us later is Shazia Mirza. 
And she's got a different drink all of her own, hasn't she? So Mate. Jade can have that one. That's free. That's yours. That's and, and I guess, depending how long you are on stage with us, you get that percentage. Yeah, of see, how much, see how much you can get in you. <laughs> this is the point now in the old podcast where we ask our guest, have you ever been the victim of a crime? Yeah. Now, Jade's been on before. She has. So oh, boy. She's gone oh boy. 50s style. What could oh. go wrong? Nice. I hope this really old Victorian theatre isn't fragile. <laughs> oh, mate. I love it, love the decadence. And of course you'll remember, Drunk Women fans, that Jade has been on before, so we yes. are asking Jade for a second crime. Yeah. Wow. We can only hope for our benefit that she's been victim twice. Yeah. <laughs> well, I have actually, I mean, I am the type of person, I don't know if I said this last time, but I do call the police a lot. <laughs> Just because it's either that or I'm getting on Twitter and trying to cancel them. So okay. I like, if a genuine crime happens around me, I call the police and yeah. I make them handle it. Excellent. Um, Good for you. We need justice. Absolutely. And they're there to do a job. And, yeah. you know, most of them are fine. Um, <laughs> so I had a crime. I was threatened Ooh. on the internet. Okay. okay. So I will add to this, girls. It might have been kind of my fault. Whoa. So basically... <laughs> I'm not willing to believe that. No, yeah. you're well, going to have to really convince me, Jane. We'll talk you out of it. That's what yeah, we yeah. do. You're definitely not at fault, whatever it was. Well, what happened was, is I just put a little thing up on the internet. I just said, <laughs> basically, Perry from Little Mix posted something on her Instagram where she was talking about how she was feeling sad. Okay. The, the picture she posted, she looked banging. <laughs> and she was like, like pouting, like beautiful eyel her eyelashes okay. looked amazing. Have a look at the picture. I'm, how does she make her eyelashes like that? <laughs> but she looked amazing. And I yeah. just did a little comedian like, arr, arr, arr. I just said. <laughs> I know what you mean. The arr, arr, arr. A little yeah, yeah. comedian yeah. moment. Yeah. Familiar with the um, term. <laughs> and I just, I just said, it looks like you're trying to post a hot selfie, babe. <laughs> okay. So I didn't know anything had happened. And then all of us... Did you reply to her post or you just did your own post about it? I just yeah? did my own on my Twitter. Right, with like right, a okay. screenshot or okay. something. Yeah. So she's not added in it or anything. Didn't at her. Yeah. Okay. And, and it was back then when I didn't realise that the only person that at the moment any of us can take the piss out of is, I've decided, is Greg Wallace. <laughs> I've said this on other stuff, <laughs> just to let you know. <laughs> you can't get cancelled for saying shit about Greg Wallace, can you? <laughs> He's like a safe place to, <laughs> yeah, to yeah. put all that energy. Um, so, but this was back a while ago, and um, I uh, and basically, uh, well, I didn't know anything was wrong. But then I started getting DMs on my Instagram account from people who were like saying quite insidious stuff. Ooh. Mixers, was um, it? yeah, they okay. came. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they came for me. Okay. Right. And it got intense. They okay. were going on all of my social media. Like, they went onto YouTube and downvoted everything. Oh, oh wow. Like, just horrifically. Like, I mean, it's like YouTube videos from, like, 2009. Like, go for it, babes. I don't care about them either. <laughs> like, sticking, like, uh, you know, what marshmallows in my mouth and trying to say fluffy bunny or whatever it is. Like... Like, but you know, it was such an innocent time. Such an, <laughs> yeah, that, that was all we did. <laughs> Just stuffed our faces. With I, I got another. I got another video of me doing cat buckaroo with a cat I used to live with, by putting <laughs> hairpins on him until he woke up. I got to loads, and then he woke up. Anyway, so they were going around like trying to do their thing, like cancel me and downvote stuff. And I thought, well, you know, it's all fun and games. They'll they'll turn off soon. You know, sure, someone else yeah. to come in. Yeah. But then I got this one message from this girl. Um, and she basically said, uh, you've been saying stuff about Little Mix. We'll just let you know. We're, like, it was something like, we're coming for you. But the issue was, or it's like, it was like implying they were coming for me. But the issue was, it wasn't what they said. She'd posted a photograph of, of a gun. Oh, Ooh, okay. Where it was actually Perry holding a gun at the camera. Ooh. And I was like... I, I, you know, I don't want to be old-fashioned. I feel a little bit threatened here. Old-fashioned. Like, you know, guns and stuff. What a square. When I was a, when I was a kid, those killed people. <laughs> Had they photoshopped the picture or was it a... I haven't... Yeah, fact, does she I, have access to firearms? Yeah, yeah. It's, I think it's a picture of Perry just doing that and they've replaced her hand and put a gun oh, in it. So okay. I'll be honest, that's uh -huh. a crime itself. Like, that's deep fake, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Perry could go nuts deep over that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's her image. I was in Wales at the time, so I called up the police station in Wales and he was like, hello, love. 
uh, what's going on. I explained it to him, pretty much how I've explained it to you. And he basically said, well, I'll be honest, I've got no idea what you're going on about. (laughs) (laughs) I admire the honesty. But I'm glad you've called. (laughs) If she she shows up, give us a ring. (gasps) Wow. And uh, so I I was like, fine. (laughs) He found out that she was from a country... Uh, he said, I'll call you back as well. And then a couple of weeks later, he'd find out she was from a country. It was either the Philippines or Singapore. Mm. Either one of those. I, I've completely forgotten what country it was. But anyway, it was another country. And he said, oh, we found the girl. She's 17 and she's from Singapore. I think it was Singapore. Oh. Um, uh, now, we've got two options of what to do. We can uh, hand her over to, to Instagram and they can deal with her. Or we can hand her over to the Singaporean police. Oh, wow. And I was like, oh, okay, what would happen to her if you handed her over to the Jeez. Singaporean police? He went, well, I don't want to paraphrase, but I think they cut their hands off. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I decided not to um, go, uh, well, I, go that route. I basically just said to him, <laughs> cut her fucking hands off. No, I didn't. I am... Um, <laughs> Um, I just basically said, you know, uh, it's fine. I, I I can get over it. She was just a 17-year-old wow, girl. But, yeah. you know. But like a Shit. Welsh police officer has his finger on the pulse of the laws. Yeah, I don't feel in like either he was accurate. Like, you know what I've heard about that place that I can't point out? on a map he might be he might be stereotyping a different country like yeah it sounds like he probably was like yeah also how does how does he because it sounds as though he didn't understand what like maybe trolling is but how does he like he knows about IP addresses and he knows about tracking and like yeah he'd got in touch with Instagram who'd done it so basically if you do any if you if you're threat if you threaten anyone on the internet through a killing sort of way you can they actually do stuff about it yeah right. okay um so like the companies can if it if it feels like it's a legal thing okay and he basically said to me um uh they they didn't want to they couldn't tell me much he didn't really give me much information but he said you know she's from the singapore and these are our options right um i don't want to paraphrase oh my god <laughs> i think they cut their hands off so i don't know if you want to do that um <laughs> He gave you the option, though. It's nice. To, I mean, it yeah. was very friendly. He was a loveliest, a loveliest yeah. bloke. Um, but that was my crime. Uh, crime, well, crime on me because I yeah. got threatened by a seventeen-year-old with a fake photograph of a gun. <laughs> I'd say that's the most. Uh, I also, I don't know at what point I thought that Perry Edwards actually posed with a gun. Like, I yeah, know. I like, <laughs> did you know what I mean? Like, I like little mix. I think they're very funny. And like, uh, I funny. Watched, <laughs> I watched. <laughs> they're a laugh riot. Them for that whole splitting up from each other thing like hilarious the mixers are coming for you I'm just going to let you know <laughs> yeah. they're just, coming I, I've heard what happens Hannah what are you doing no but I just, literally all I said was <laughs> I think they're very funny like because they are because yeah. I watched their show what was it called on BBC One and oh. it was like where they found the next thing and I, I really quite liked them but also, but what I'm saying is I know their brand and it's not guns is it no, no. Okay. I don't know why their I brand, their brand is basically uh um, great, and I love everything they do. <laughs> Doesn't make the same mistake twice. Nope. <laughs> and I am not legally obligated to say that. I love Little Mix. All hail Little Mix. Shout out to my ex. <laughs> I literally don't know their music. I was just going to say, I, know I, that I don't think I could name one of their songs. Didn't they, did they do the one about the... This? No. Oh my God, we are so being killed. They always play Halloween. Ready, Katie, let's do this. What's the... Ha- What's the Halloween the, one? Uh, We're like little mix. Look at us right now. <laughs> it's like something about a spell. <laughs> oh, black magic. Oh, Cold, yeah. The yeah. black magic. But it's mm. about a spell. Is wanna, that, are the lyrics about a spell? <laughs> I really want to know, know what? what? I knew I would turn into my mum at some point. I didn't I got think it would happen at 40. Shout out to my ex. No, yeah. no, 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 no. No, no, no. I've gone into Icona Pop. No, see... <laughs> That's us. Ah, that I do know that one. I I just want to point out I really like Little Mix and please don't send me a badly photoshopped The video they're in a car on a road. I know all about Little Mix. Oh God! (laughs) Sounds like Always by Aerosmith. Always. Remember I song? guess lots of videos have done that. that song. I'll be there till the sun don't shine on the hills where behind one of Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Jade is it? one of the few people that can sing a song and you recognise it because she can sing. So it's like, <laughs> yeah. just give, give a minute. Give it a minute. Hey, that's awesome. Oh, I feel so old. 
Mm. Well, and we, I'm happy about that. I'm all right about it. I feel I don't want to know. So the thing is, there are people our age that do know who Little Mix is. I know. I mean, I know who they are, but let's be honest. People our age know a lot more than Little Mix fans about life. So I think we're winning. Well, this is the thing, because like the just to reiterate, really big fan of the Mixers. Can't can't praise them enough. You um, were literally listening to them on the way here. I was. I was indeed, is, but I can't. It's really funny them. that you ended up being our guest for this because you were like, oh, I was listening to Let a Little Mix on the way over here. So, And she can't remember the song. <laughs> <laughs> really genuinely can't. <laughs> but also, I bet that Little Mix person that this whole thing started about probably doesn't want her fans threatening No, no. If you have, with, like, uh, with mm. pictures of her with guns, like... Have you guys been threatened on the internet? Like she's fine with it. They didn't like get in touch. <laughs> they didn't like often. say stop yeah. doing that. They, right, you right. Know, didn't put out a statement saying yeah. leave Jade alone. No, I would have liked that, girls. <laughs> well, now they're not. Next they're only a three now, aren't they? Oh, okay. One I knew that. Are. I was going to say though, have you guys ever been threatened online? I have a very good way of if anything is even slightly feels slightly off online, I literally just block it and ignore it immediately. So I literally mm. can't remember, which I don't I think that's just a maybe a coping mechanism you have to sort of just start being like, oh, that seems like it could be slightly Yeah. Like even if it's slightly nasty, I'm like, and block and buy. But it doesn't happen very much. I guess it's because I really pander to people mixers and um, <laughs> you guys are the best. <laughs> I d I just I just get the the sexual um Rude sex things. Do you? Do you yeah. know what? Yeah. I what see... was that about being like your mom? <laughs> Rude what? sex things. My repressed pseudo-Catholic mom. Oh, um, <laughs> it was. No, oh, I got gross. someone saying, "Oh, you look like a nice little fuck monkey." Oh, wow. That one time. When has that ever worked? Does that <laughs> work? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm so hot for this guy. They said, I look like a fuck monkey. Yeah. That's not in anyone's wedding <laughs> speech, is it? I remember when not we, yet, we met on Twitter. He said, I look like a fuck monkey. What's the date? My again? wife. <laughs> we can make oh. that happen. Oh, you're into marriage, aren't you? Yeah. I haven't been invited, so I'm absolutely going to wedding <gasps> crash, and that's what I'll do. Yeah. Yeah, great. I would love it if you wedding crashed and like sang a song called Fuck Monkey all about. <laughs> Fuck Monkey! I'll get Little Mix to do it. <laughs> yeah, bury the hatchet and do, do a big song together. I can pull some strings. I know some people. <laughs> um, that whole like internet saying like, I'm not, this is, I'm not opening up to say that I want this, but <laughs> I see a lot of like female comics as well say on the internet or post things on the internet of people that are that said like mental crazy or yeah let's be honest men we <laughs> yeah. um saying some crazy stuff sexual stuff to you I yeah don't get any of it i get men who don't like me telling them what for mm. ah. i had a bloke today I, I i posted my tour today um just to let you know um, <laughs> a little plug. yeah do you, where, where can we see you on tour yeah tell us well, i'm doing it i'm basically the uh, the show i did like i haven't we haven't at Edinburgh, so I didn't yeah. write another show. So I, I'm, doing, <laughs> I, my, but that show went up on pr Amazon Prime at the beginning of lockdown. Oh, yeah. So I've had a, a real sort of. Mm. It's been really nice. Um, so we just decided let's do another second tour. And this one guy is basically taking umbrage to the fact that it's the same show, but in the description I said I'm going to do like an hour and a half of it. Mm. Yeah. It's going to be like an extended version. Yeah. And then uh, he basically sort of said something like negative and I went, shut up Dean, just read the fucking blurb. <laughs> <laughs> and then he wrote underneath, I've now removed six tickets that I bought for you and I was like, you do you babes. <laughs> like but he's got six mates as well. You ain't got <laughs> six mates Dean. I, yeah, yeah. I want that as my ringtone, what you just said, like read the blurb. <laughs> Read the so fucking blurb. blurb. I just, I don't get the like. I mean, I don't want it. Don't say weird sexual stuff because I'm, I, I'm not going to respond well to it. I think maybe I'm too frightening. Get, perhaps well, mm. no. Well, if ever I've tweeted about Brexit or saying I fucking hate Brexit, sometimes I get trolled for people saying, "Oh, you fucking hate Brexit, do you?" Um, <laughs> that'll show you. <laughs> so, oh, I mean, I'm paraphrasing. I, I think, but yeah, we've got to, to go. we've got to ask Jade what yeah. you would say to the perpetrated 17 year old now. Um, you've got she can't do anything to you. You've saved her hands. What yeah. would you like to say to her? Well, I would say to her now, you are probably 19, nearly 20 now. Right. 
So I would like to say um, that uh, the, the, the hatchet is buried. Okay. Um, pretty much like what you wanted to do to me, but I just want to bury the hatchet and say to her, it's okay, I understand it. I went through puberty as well. <laughs> and I would have killed anyone for Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, <laughs> oh, I love that's it. That's a nice, yeah. That's okay. nice. Come full circle. We can go, but well, cheers. cheers what an absolute guys. treat to have you back. Thank yeah. you, Jay. Yeah, it was my absolute Thank pleasure. You. Well, I'm going to leave now. Take the bottle yeah. with you. Yeah, I'm take going to take this. <laughs> take it, mate. Take this it. Is, that's coming. Yeah. Um, and... Um, <laughs> I'll can... be over there. Over there. Yay! Great. Oh right. well, everybody, Ladies give it up. Ladies and gentlemen, Jane Adams. She's a hero. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, <laughs> love you too. Hey, thanks, thanks, Jane. Yeah. Oh, way. <laughs> Woo! Well, now I get to be almost like an MC yeah. of the podcast because now I can welcome to the stage the our uh, official guest. <laughs> Please welcome Shazia Mirza! Hello! Hey, how you doing? I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. But the funniest thing is having Jade Adams cover for me. I've never had Jade Adams stand in for Shazia Mirza before. I've had Sindhu V, Paul Sinner, uh, Stephen K. Amos, um, never Jade Adams. No she, one. That's the first, that's the first. We're going to take awesome. the names out. No one will notice. It's fine. <laughs> this is first great. time out of the house for a year. Wow. And I'd forgotten how things work. <laughs> forgotten that you need to get on a tube. That might be delayed. They might not be working at all. Oh, yeah. It's so uh, weird going back to it. I know. It's so strange. I'm sorry for you. Don't I didn't say first yeah, time yeah, in a no. year wearing a bra. And <laughs> honestly, things were flopping up the St. John's Hill, Lavender Hill. I nearly knocked a man out. Um, first time in a year wearing a bra, underwear. I didn't realise this takes time getting changed. No. It does, it does, yeah. It's a lot to get used to, like, to put, like really pulling the Band-Aid off and to it all in one day. And to really have a scrub down when you're going out <laughs> to meet people. Yeah. And then you realise, my God, I haven't washed for ages. Yeah. Look at all this black stuff coming off me. And <laughs> it's been an ordeal to get here, is what oh I'm trying to oh, say. Thank <laughs> you. So glad so glad you so but I'm so glad going. to be here <laughs> and uh, seeing people. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's been so traumatic. It's and okay. I'm just really pleased to be out of the house. Yeah. Mm, it's nice, isn't well, it? Welcome. Welcome. And, and, and you're really, they're really drinking. You're really drinking. Yeah. No, we're professional, shall we? Yeah. Uh, I, I just thought it was called Drunk Women Solving Crime was just the name of the well, podcast. Well, no, to be fair, sometimes it is, and sometimes it's more of a gimmick, and we, and we, well, sometimes I don't drink. They pretty much always drink. Yeah, I'm always <laughs> drunk. We did, we did one no. recording at 1 a.m., not 1 a.m., 1 p.m., oh, and I drank. We because have, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm like a purist, I think, if you yeah, have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yes. if you if you have a thing you, like you've got yeah. to. Hannah, Hannah's committed actually. I am. I'm very unwell actually. <laughs> <laughs> committed too much. And you, I had and water you have once a bottle leech. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Well, well that's COVID, just because of COVID. That's God. Yours is half yeah. half already we gone. We would never. Yeah, I'm a bit worried that I'm drinking too fast. <laughs> well, and well, the thing listen. is, you're not actually that late. That's just how much I'm drinking. I know. Yeah, I know. It's, it's in ten minutes. You've drank all that. Yikes. Well, listen, I okay. guess I better move us the along. The less said about this, the, the better, I think. <laughs> so, so travel with me now to a faraway time Ooh. where a problem child <gasps> gets sent away to be a nail maker. So my first question... <laughs> My first question is, what year 2019. do you think? 2019. I don't pop my cork for every woman I oh. see. <laughs> Thank you. Cheers. Cheers. Um, sent off to be a nail yeah. maker. So what year do we think? I'm going in straight away. Okay. I love to just do the year thing. I'm going to yeah. say 1789. 1789 mm. from Taylor. Mm. What year do you guys think it could be? Like, what kind of nails? Are we thinking, like, long ones? Or <laughs> I'm being hilarious, guys. I know that it means that they've, like, they're making the nails. That seems like a yeah. weird... That seems like, like an olden-timey job, right? The ones from the DIY and everything. Yeah, it's those nails. Okay, I'm going, I'm going like, ooh, Iron Age. You need to be after the Iron Age, don't you, for nails? 
That's right, guys. The first reference to the Iron Age. We haven't uh, done enough Iron Age crimes. Yeah. I'm so, gonna I'm gonna so weird it hasn't come up. I think I'm gonna go like actually 1897. A little bit Oliver Twist. A little bit oh, of fun. Okay, 1897. Yeah. All right. Um, I think I need to go after the Bronze Age. Okay, okay. <laughs> you did Iron Age, didn't you? Bronze Age. <laughs> I mean, Hannah was well after it. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. Uh, let's use the Bronze Age as an indicator because a lot of nails were made of bronze in, originally. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. good. Um, and so I will go 1877. 1877, okay. Ooh. Wait, what did you say, Hannah? This you is a crisis 18... right moment. This is exciting. <laughs> <laughs> I said 1897. I just want to say, Shazia, is it exciting for the first time in a year to be out with the girls? We're like, when were nails made? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and to only really go within 20 years of the range of the last person. <laughs> yeah. and Taylor, you I just did this wrong. I was trying to do the thing and I was like, I think that means I love you in sign language. I'm like, Aww. I'm so out. You said 17 something. 17. 1989, okay. I said. I'm giving it to Taylor because Thank she's you. the closest, but the year Honorable is 1665. Oh. Okay. Wow. Okay. Wow. Um, so we are talking about William Chaloner, and he was born in 1650. <laughs> I always go 19. Just <laughs> My head just rewrites yeah. everything for me. It's like yeah. spell check for years. Anyway, um, so he's born in Warwickshire. Now, his parents had great difficulty controlling him. <laughs> But there were no Gina Ford books back then, so they just apprenticed him off to be a nice. nail maker. Imagine so. Gina Ford. Only feed them flour paste every three hours. <laughs> yeah. Don't spoil them with the flour paste. Exactly. Just not enough flour paste advice, which I they think... They really gave them flour paste because they didn't have formula, so if a woman couldn't breastfeed, yeah. they gave them horrible things. They're like, well, it's white. Yeah, there was oh, a very well, like when in the 16th century. Yeah, yeah, there was a very high mortality That's rate. That's the for 17th infants. century, Hannah. We've been through this. <laughs> oh shit! I was uh, always yeah. okay. <laughs> okay, so they apprenticed him off. He got sent to Birmingham to make the nails, and he's quite good at being a nail maker for a bit. It's fine, uh, but it's not long before he commits his first crime. So, question: What do Ooh. you think his first crime might be? I can give you a clue if you want. It's going to steal from the company. That's where my head went. Like, okay, so I'm stealing. stuck here. I'm going to make some money on the side. Okay, okay. Whatever they called embezzlement mm. in the 1600s. <laughs> well, I, I am from Birmingham. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's from Intel. Go on. You know, so obviously, I have all the inside information on this crime. <laughs> 17th century <laughs> um, Birmingham. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Obviously, I don't live there anymore, you know, because I'm doing well. Um, but. <laughs> Not today, but generally, I am doing really well. <laughs> um, what crime could have been committed in Birmingham in the 17th century? You know, it could have been murder. It could have yeah. been... Oh, straight in. There wow. were a lot of kind of Jack the Ripper types okay. of murderers yeah. at Ooh. that time. Yeah. The rag market, which has been going a long time in okay. Birmingham. Okay. It could have been... I think it's either theft or murder. Okay. So that's most things, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I love going last on these questions. Um, well, what I think is possibly he... I mean, I'm going to go very Oliver Twist. Perhaps he became a bit of a pickpocket. Okay, yeah. And he was nice. kind of doing something. It wasn't to do with the nails. That was... Katie was just trying to make us look like fucking idiots by going, like, when were nails made? So I think that he became a pickpocket. Ready. My question wasn't when were nails made. No, I know, I'm being a prick. <laughs> <laughs> the joke is I'm a prick. It's, it's not a joke. All right, good. It's good. Right. Um, Did they so, make nails? I guess they were um, cast. None, as of, you were. none of you are correct. Oh. oh. He starts forging coins. <gasps> Transferable really? skills. He's got the metal skills. So that's cool. Um, now so the, we don't endorse it. A few cool. facts. At this time, Birmingham is a town notorious for coining, and the money system is in disarray. They're still recovering from the Civil War, blah, blah, blah. And there are especially sort of Oh, did you guys do that too? That's cute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we, we caused some, we had some. We're busy, we're busy, busy. No wonder we're allies. So the, uh, there are especially shortages of a coin called groats. I think I'm pronouncing groats. that right. 
G-R-O-A-T-S. Wow. Now, a groat, and I'm going to It just, sounds like a good I'm insult. Gonna, I'm You're gonna, such a fucking groat. groat. <laughs> I'm going to commit to groats for my pronunciation. Yeah, do it. Um, it's worth four pennies. Okay. So the forged Birmingham groat constituted a significant proportion... Of course it would be worth fucking four pennies, though. Can I just go off on your <laughs> coin system here a little bit? Like, you have enough. My first year here... Jesus Christ, just jangling around that big two P coin. So, of course, you'd be awkward and make it four P because that goes into nothing. That makes no sense. It's not scalable. It's not. Again, Shazia, are you pleased to be here? We're, oh, we've moved right. on to currency. Uh, I can get angry about anything. Honestly, Portia, she's coming. She's been flung on stage <laughs> straight from the train. Everyone's pissed. Half, half three quarters of a bottle down in yep. ten minutes. <laughs> and now you're telling me that there's a, a coin system in Birmingham where I'm from and I knew nothing about. But a it's, shortage of growth. But it's from the 1660s. <laughs> How are we going to pay for all those four P things without yeah. groats? Okay, so, look. <laughs> just everybody calm down. Yeah, stop hating on the well, groats. Welcome aboard to the knowledge that you need. <sighs> the Birmingham groat <laughs> constituted a significant proportion of the national coin. Did it really? So, That'll be for groats. Oh I can't do the accent. Well, I guess it's like, it's probably what now would be like a dollar or something. It's probably like, it's a really useful coin, basically. Okay. Four is I just, just so I just awkward. don't believe it. I don't, <laughs> I don't believe that that was happening. Four coins. No way. No way. It's, Come on, Bab. You're just taking the piss now, aren't you? It does sound like I'm taking the piss. It's very illogical, isn't it? Um, so anyway, Chaloner was a quick learner and he became skilled in their production. By the 1680s, he's doing pretty well. Um, and he wants to try his luck in London. But they he call him the Groat Goat. <laughs> <laughs> I think you've got Birmingham mixed up with John O'Groats. <laughs> now imagine, imagine if I got this off Wikipedia and someone's just like having a bit of fun. Uh, yeah. um, so anyway... Uh, he wants to go to London, but he can't because there's a thing called the Craftsman's Guild, uh, which prevents him. And basically, they're kind of like a, a, this guild that means that everyone has to be local to get the jobs. So you can't come from outside. It's, so like, it's like SAG. He needs to get like a credit. Protected. But yeah. How do you get the credit so he can't until get you have legitimate the work in London? Yeah. So he can't do that. Um, so he sets up doing something else instead. Question What does he set up doing? It's not the coin thing? No. At this point. I just love the fact that it used to be like, so we, could you only use a groat in Birmingham? No, it was in the national but thing. But it was called but the Birmingham groat. They were made there. They were made in, and they were, they were a very popular coin, and they were made in Birmingham. So he's got pockets full of groats. Yeah. <laughs> What's a young man going to do when he's full of groats? What would we do? Spread his groats. Spread his groats. Oh, Spread his hey. wild groats. <laughs> Detective murder. <laughs> I'm pregnant with an illogical currency. That's why there's so many women in Birmingham going around that look like a 5p, a 10p, 50p. They're all around. <laughs> this is the stupidest programme I've ever been on. <laughs> That'll be our pull quote. That's great. Yeah, that's, that's, that's going in the advert to make yeah. people want to watch this. <laughs> okay. Right. I hope it has something else to do with metal because I just want the okay. trilogy yeah. of nails, you know coins. You're, al you're along the right line. Weaponry. Oh, but that actually doesn't, it's, you're never going to guess this, but have a guess. Unless you want me to move on, and then I will move on. It would almost be easier if it was like a woman, because it would be like in the 16th century, 17th century, guys, don't get that wrong, that'd be embarrassing. <laughs> but like, there's only so many things a woman can do at that point. But for men, you can kind of, I guess he could, it be, could anything. be anything. Right. Um, but if he's a metal working guy, I think he like, probably made suit of armours a bit too late. Okay, suits of armours, says yeah. um, Cars, car manufacturing. <laughs> Yeah, he like he started Birmingham's car industry. <laughs> I think he did. Um, he started Rover, didn't he? <laughs> okay. Um, none of you are correct. And astounding. So <laughs> there is no way that you could be. He sets up with dildos. What? what? Are they metal? Metal dildos. 
the things they are hidden in are metal. So that people aren't just freely selling dildos. Oh my gosh, so, you found the best case. <laughs> so honest, I found this case and I read that bit and I was like, I think Wikipedia has been hacked. Yeah. But I don't care. I'm still using it. I don't care either. We can just get tweets later. I'm using this. Um, so yeah, so God, basically. So he's just making nail after nail and he's like, if these were just a little bigger, they'd make women <laughs> no. very so happy. So what happens is, so he established himself by manufacturing and hawking what were called tin watches, but uh -huh. they contained dildos inside them. Wow. So now believe it or not, people writing at this time considered this a sexually adventurous age. Um, I mean, maybe because there's just been a war. I don't know. People are like, God, we got to fuck. We could die any time. But like, um, there is a quote um, from Thomas Levison in blah, 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 uh, that, as, that as, early as, <laughs> as early as 1660, which is two years after Oliver Cromwell's death, there were reports of imported Italian dildos okay. being sold on St. James's Street. So basically... Oh, I bet they were made of Parmesan. <laughs> dildos are getting imported. Mm. He's hiding them in tin watches. Quote right. up that for people listening, I've done air quotes with my fingers. Um, and for people watching, extraneous Did information. Did you catch that? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So basically he's hiding dildos and selling them. And that's, wow. a, that's an industry. Wow. Are people buying them from shops? Or is this like a case of you write a letter and you're like, I want the tin watch. Yeah. I'm just wondering I how they I get think distributed. It is. I think it's like a secret password and like people uh -huh. know, but it's like it's frowned upon, but everyone's doing it. They've got a lot of markets in Birmingham. Do you think that they <laughs> sold them on the market? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The rag market, the bull ring. <laughs> but yeah. that's what, is that why they called it the bull ring? <laughs> wow. Yeah, it could be. Now we're uncovering. This is, in, is this still in Birmingham? Yes. He, oh, yeah, we are still he hasn't there. made it to London yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. Because he's got to get his agent. Yeah. yeah. So what? he does this and then, go on, sorry. No, I just like, I'm wondering what is a sort of 17th century dildo look like? I'm trying to imagine it. Well, the thing, the history of the dildo is apparently 30,000 years old. Mm. Really? Um, they did an exhibit on this at the, yeah. the Welcome Museum. Okay. And it was amazing. I mean, like, really, like, talk about Bronze Age. Like, they, have, really? they had old sex toys and stuff, and it was fascinating. I yeah. thought Anne Summers invented it. <laughs> <laughs> is that not true? She That's... perfected it. <laughs> <laughs> Drunk women solving crime. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. One thing I observed <laughs> is things were a lot smaller than I would 
necessarily order like and I was just <laughs> that was so Kim Cattrall in Sex and the City <laughs> <laughs> oh oh honey <laughs> well just because people were smaller and then I was like I guess the vaginas were a little smaller too maybe yeah. they were all very like so like yeah when you go into like a really old house and you like bump your head yes. on, the, on the thing oh, yeah. yes I'd also maybe bump my vagina I don't get it <laughs> also women had less sex then so the vagina didn't expand as much and then Ooh. as the centuries went on and women started shagging more the vagina started getting bigger wow. is that a fact <laughs> it, it is i think so okay that's cool <laughs> the looser it got as time went on Man. do you still think this is the dumbest show you've ever been on <laughs> Yeah, you're you having the time of your life now because <laughs> now we're talking. Now we're talking. Oh, it's okay, so now now it's not so interesting. Vaginas, yeah. so right. much more interesting. I've got the level. They are, level. The, they are. All right. History is sketchy, and they don't have like they like. There's next couple of things happen in his life. They're like, yeah, we think this was him. Yeah, because okay. like, there's other people with that name and blah blah blah. So. They think that he's the guy, because somebody called William Challoner gets married to somebody called Catherine Atkinson, um, and set, he settles down, has a few kids, and they're like, yeah, that was almost definitely him. So he's a family man for a few years, and I think that, like, looking back, this is what people call the idyllic dildo years. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then he has to flee his home. Question, why did he have to flee? Flee his home? Give you a clue. It's something he's probably done. What's he done? And then oh, he has it's, to flee. it's not a national. I was trying no. to think of like a historical. Oh, no. the okay, war it's him. is over. Oh, is it? Is it his old coin Good past guess. coming yeah. to okay. bite him? Yeah. Is it? Is he fleeing with his family, or is he fleeing because he flees solo? Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Does his wife find out about the side hustle with the dildos, and she's maybe like, not? Why didn't you give me one? Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Exactly. It's kind of like. Yeah. I don't own the stock. Don't you understand how a franchise works? <laughs> Shazia, is it? Is it that you know he made all these dildos, so he suddenly became really attractive to women because right. women were realizing, oh my god, this man is giving us so much pleasure oh interesting right. and so he goes and has an aff- he, he gets loads of women right. throwing themselves at him oh. and he has loads of affairs yeah. with loads yes. of different women so okay. he, his wife finds out and he has to fly so so he suddenly I, got options yes yeah. I watched a thing I watched a documentary once and it was about a guy who went once never again you mean all enough. the way through lockdown we are that so lucky that it was I watched one documentary and I said to myself it will be the one about dildos and it was and it was it was about a man who basically his penis was like the mould for like one of the main dildos. Oh really? Oh uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and yeah. he seemed very I damaged. Went out with him. So yeah. I'm not sure that it was necessarily a good thing for him to do. So I yeah, maybe maybe he's. But basically, what I'm saying is I agree with Shazia that maybe he had options okay. then, and he fucked up well, his what sounds like what could have been quite a nice life. Yeah, he had a nice like little family go- situation going. You know what? You guys are kind of right because later in his life, he's definitely a fuckboy and he starts like shagging around. Don't you mean fuck monkey? Yes, I do. <laughs> because we can objectify men because monkeys are sexy. Maybe uh, he wasn't that attractive when he was making the dildos and then all of a sudden he made right. the dildos and became attractive to... Like, like male comedians. <laughs> <laughs> They're not that attractive. The minute they start telling jokes and are a bit funny, all the women yeah. are like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was one of those. Yeah. <laughs> he is an archetypal trope. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, these are all good. So, but basically, the answer is stealing. Oh. Um, so he stealing. was suspected of robbery, and he was forced to flee his lodgings uh, to avoid arrest. But it was said. So basically, he starts doing loads of stuff with gangs. Oh, um, And it was said about him that his trick for recovering stolen property was to steal it in the first place. And that he was apparently very good at playing two sides off against each other. And that this talking skill was seen as a hallmark of his increasingly large-scale criminal enterprises. Mm. And it sometimes got referred to as his tongue pudding, which is another very successful deal, though. I mean, let's be, <laughs> let's be honest. Tongue pudding. Yeah. That's, that's mm, mixed feelings. I mean, until you've got batteries, I'm not interested. Anyway, sorry. Um, <laughs> now, he'd also been training uh, to do gilding. Um, 
before he, gildos. <laughs> he can do gilding. But his first appearance on a public record for crime is in 1690 as a suspect in a burglary case. And then we basically have mass escalation now. Oh. Uh, so question, what is his next crime? Murder. Oh. Here comes the murder. Is it okay. like, to me, this is a crime. Is it like just a bad dildo? Is it like, <laughs> does he invent one that's just shit and it's rubbish and... <laughs> Everyone's like, I didn't get off at all. Yeah. Well, I'm kind of Taking annoyed. So, so the dildo stuff didn't really take off for him for the fact that... No. I don't was, imagine like... It was a moneymaker at a certain time. But then everyone had one... <laughs> But yeah, saturated and the market. It wasn't scalable. <laughs> what am I going to do with two? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so he wants to be a gangster. Like, this is what's happening. So, yeah. Yeah, it feels like it's going to be murder and it's going to be, he. it's like a rival gang okay. member, that okay. sort of thing. He wants to be a badass, doesn't he? Yeah, okay. He's not satisfied with just profit. He wants to be... Okay, yeah, he Mafioso. Wants Interesting. Mm. Love it. You guys? I think maybe drug dealer. Okay. Ooh. I think he got into drugs. Mm. Okay. Because, you know, the sex leads to drugs always. <laughs> um, maybe, you know, like he was, there was all the sex, the dildos, and then maybe there was some cocaine involved. And he thought, you know, this is... Because the dildo was a moneymaker. Yeah. yeah. So maybe he thinks the drugs are a moneymaker too. Okay. Because oh, he's yeah. obviously a businessman. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's his gateway. Uh, to <laughs> I love that he sells dildos like drugs. Kind of like, I'll have a half or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which most of the time it is that. But yes, yeah. I, I think drug Stealing is a good, good yeah. yeah it's, okay. a good, it's, a, it's a good sort of thing. I think. Okay. Well, it would be the drug of that time, like opium, I guess, right? Yeah. It'd be a tiny bit um, early. Maybe. Heroin? I don't even know. When did opium um, blossom? Yeah. I mean, how old? Drugs are old, aren't they? Drugs, oh, drugs, are, drugs, are, drugs are old. Are old. <laughs> <laughs> access drugs to are. them. Yeah, drugs are Really old. <laughs> we are known for our accurate <laughs> historical research. They, Drugs they are were old. not invented in the 90s at the Hacienda in Manchester. <laughs> there is a history that of drugging. Is, that is official. That is what happened. <laughs> Although that's when I discovered them. <laughs> <laughs> you perfected them. <laughs> just like Anne I nearly Summers. lost my degree because of them. Ooh. Okay. You know what? I've just seen the time. We're going to whiz through some stuff okay. already. His next crime was coining scams. Oh, and but, haven't we done this? But yeah, buddy? but it was silver coins this time, uh -huh. not the groat. There's a whole load of information about how there was like because there were hand-struck silver coins were clipped around the edges, but then the ones that were made by like machine-struck things weren't, and then mm. there were ways to try and stop people nicking them. But we're basically, running out of seven p coins. There was this huge thing about the value of them because what ended up happening was they were worth more in Amsterdam and the rest of Europe melted down as silver uh -huh. so people were taking the coins doing that and then right. putting the fake ones back in the currency mm. uh, so he was part of one of the many coining gangs that existed um, and there's loads of shit like there's like they have to do you know there's like um, loads of people in the gang all doing different steps of the thing and he's got the mental like in skills. Subway when they like yes <laughs> It is the coin crime version of a Subway sandwich. Okay. Literally that. And then one person, then they've got a crook at the end putting it into circulation. I said don't gild it. I said don't gild it. Look at those over. edges. Yeah. No, totally. And then so basically this goes really well. He is renowned. Would you like that embossed? <laughs> He's renowned for his um, skills. Um, he gets rich. He buys Ooh. a house in Knightsbridge. Wow. He rides oh. in a carriage. He dresses like a gentleman. Oh, boy. Now, things Good are getting guys. so bad for the Treasury at this point uh, that they ask somebody for help. So my question is, who do they ask for help? But I'm going to give you a clue. You have heard of this person, and they are famous in this era, in the 1600s. Yes, Shazia. The, the Queen. Nice. Oh. It I is, have heard of her. That, that's before she was a racist, obviously. <laughs> Oh, God. Yes. It wasn't her. <laughs> this, the Queen, Queen Anne, kind okay. of, well, we may not have time. Oh, you guys guess. No, go for it. It's not Queen Anne that helps. Whiz us through if we're running out. Go okay, for it. Okay, so the person that they ask for help is Isaac Newton. Oh. oh. But he gets crowned by Queen Anne to become Sir Isaac Newton. Wow, a celebrity oh. appearance. This is great. Yeah, and it like it kind of sounds crazy. It's almost like if our government asked like Stephen Hawkins to help yeah. catch Harold Shipman or something. Yeah. 
<laughs> that is an ITV kind of drama that I want to watch. That's next week, Wednesday, 9pm. <laughs> Yeah. Shipman Hawking. <laughs> but, like, he was doing... He's not just, like, you know, wondering about how spherical the world is and inventing gravity and all this stuff. They're like, put down the prisms, get over here. He's, like, a member of parliament. Okay. He's doing all kinds oh. of stuff. He spent the last three decades of his life looking after the mint, maybe because of this case. So, basically, they're like, we need a scientist. You've got to help us catch him. That would be hot, like, in a bar. Like, what do you do? Like, I look after the mint. <laughs> Yeah. Very... You need a mint, Isaac. Your <laughs> breath is disgusting. He's very bitchy about Chaloner. He fucking oh, okay. hates him. Really? He makes... I've got this quote here. And he sounded so likable. We, I know, right? We don't have time. E equals MC squared. <laughs> so sexy. <laughs> anyway, Isaac Newton makes this bitchy quote about Chaloner and it's all about how he's like he's still really common but he's wearing gentleman's clothes oh. and it's basically Ooh, like chatty. the burn book from Mean Girls yeah. okay. I honestly think that just all of history is white men writing in a burn book um, <laughs> except this gets published because they have the means of production and that's called the um, bible yeah he puts his operation in Surrey because it's out of London's jurisdiction and like no, there's other stuff happening in Surrey and I'm assuming the houses are further apart and they can't hear the noise. So it's like easier to do this illegal machines doing coins thing. Yes. And then there's loads, like basically, there's all this stuff. There's people involved. Isaac Newton is closing in. I look after the mint. Like, there's people, but people are like, so basically, one of the gang members gets arrested for something else and kind of starts informing on Chaloner as part of, like, oh, I won't be hung because I'm informing on him. Okay. Um, and then. And yes, we know it's hanged. Fuck so, you. So, so basically, John. Newton has, has set up a network, a network of stuff around him, and he is gathering intel because mm. he wants to make a watertight case because he is a scientist. And um, Chaloner has this new plan that's basically like a double bluff. So he keeps trying to convince the Mint and the Treasury that he should be in charge of spotting forgeries because he'd be an expert because right. he's a metal guy and they should let him do it. And then he'll like he'll do this thing where he'll pitch for the project of help because it's a huge issue, all this forging. So mm. he'll pitch for the project to be in charge of spotting forgeries. Obviously, he wants to be like, ha-ha, and then I let all mine through. But they're like, oh, that's a really good idea. And then they get like their other friends to do it. So he'll pitch a project. It's a great idea. And then they'll give it to someone else. That they Are can we trust. sure he so wasn't female? He was like, a woman. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Was he a woman in a writer's room? The <laughs> twist is. <laughs> well, kind of. But yeah, like nobody trusted him for sure. But basically, right. because he's petitioning Parliament to be allowed to go and do this great plan of his, which he's going to then subterfuge, he's there and Newton sees him. Which and recognizes him from all these other cases that he's been doing, and then that leads to his arrest. Mm. So he gets arrested for the Egham Surrey coining operation, and he's sent to Newgate. But in order to, for there to be a prosecution, this guy called Thomas Holloway is needed as a witness. So what does Chaloner do about that? How does he affect the witness? Could you say all of that again? <laughs> okay. So <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> Oh, I don't, yeah, I don't know. So Thomas, how does he, does he bring him in as a member of his gang? Is he like... No, so he's in prison. Okay. And Thomas Holloway is the witness. Oh. How intimidation, he... I think. Okay. Witness intimidation. Intimidation, love it, you guys. I think he bribes him with a bag of apples. Nice. Nice, loving it. Any advance on that? Tim? I wasn't joking. I would need you to say it all again, but don't. So intimidation <laughs> with apples. Okay. You know what? <laughs> what um, a perfect thing. They're hard. <laughs> I can really am those. giving it to Shazia. Oh. oh. Okay. <laughs> Look how shocked it's... they are. <laughs> no, I just... Like, what the fuck are you doing, Hannah? <laughs> this woman is awful. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Bribery. It's, it bribery. it's bribery. It's not apples. It's like okay. 20 pounds. That's bribery. So from inside Newgate Prison, Chaloner gets a pub landlord to give this guy 20 quid to disappear to Scotland until the case has collapsed. And it worked. Wow. So he gets out. Isaac Newton fucking hates him. He's gathering information, gathering information. 
Um, there's a whole bunch of scams which we literally do not have time for. I love how emotional Newton was. I had no idea. <laughs> I know. And can I just pitch a dildo right now? I didn't know I'd be doing this today. But it's called SIN. And it stands for Sir Isaac Newton. Oh. I mean, maybe that's how this ends. That's sexy. <laughs> <laughs> really. I, I, can I propose a dildo? E equals MC squared. Hey. <laughs> that means you get double the amount of pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we should start a dildo business is what I'm saying. Taylor? Have you got a, have you got a oh dildo my God. Bring to the table? We'll call it Geek Dildos. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Niche market. <laughs> I, th- I think it's got legs. I'm trying to think of the, I was trying to think of the Pythagorean theorem. I'm like, eh, forget it. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> my dildo is like, called the. <laughs> The other thing you guys need to you guys <laughs> My need to know called is like, so basically. <laughs> sorry, Katie. Sorry, also. Um, <laughs> so the net is closing in because Newton hates him. Closing in on the gang, he's got certain information, and Chaloner keeps evading capture by throwing shitloads of people under the bus. So every time they're like, "Oh no." Chaloner's like, oh, that was this guy. So Chaloner like teaches somebody how to do something, and then when the chips are down, he's like, oh, that guy did it, and then oh. all these people are getting hung because of him. Okay, but he's escaping. But the net is closing in, so eventually Newton's got this watertight case, and he's arrested, and it's undeniable the evidence against him for doing all these things. So my question is, what line of defense did? William Challoner go for. Ooh. Insanity, which is the name of oh. my second dildo. <laughs> <laughs> um, coercion, which should never be a dildo. <laughs> no. Um, schizophrenia. Schizophrenia. Ooh. Okay. Which should also be a dildo. <laughs> and you know what? I'm, I'm going <laughs> to... So sorry. You have to I'm you have gonna, to cater for everyone. I'm gonna give it to, you know, I'm gonna give it to all of you. He tries everything. Um oh. he like pretends to go mad. Um nice. but, but Newton is not falling for it. He makes copious notes about how unconvincing it is. Newton's so pissed. Um and then he also then he gets really mad at everyone because he so Chaloner hasn't got his way. So he's like writing all these letters, he's accusing everyone of perjury. He's like this archetypal douchebag that's caught in a situation. And then the jury make their verdict and he is sentenced the next day. So my question is, what is the verdict and the sentence? (gasps) No more dildos for you. (laughs) Dildos are us. (laughs) I love that as a sentence. And everyone's like, wait, what? Life in prison. Okay, Ooh. it is guilty and hanged. Oh, wow, it is death penalty. And wow. it is not just hanged. Trigger warning. Do you want to know what happens? Or yeah. Not? Is it drawn and quartered? Yeah. Ooh, oh, I've so. seen that on another ITV drama. But do I, look out for Shipman and... I saw a documentary <laughs> about that. It's horrific. It's not. It's properly nasty. Mm. Um, they like, humans did are this. Oh, also, because yeah. you yeah. know, we did another case from this era where they let the guy, the guy that got hanged, was really popular, and they let him get hammered before he got hanged. Oh. Hung. And this guy was so he was sober, which is a suggestion that he was super unpopular right. at the time. Like it wasn't a crime. Oh, that, I see. That, the that pe- was like their little the, mercy, yeah, was it? Yeah, the people because they'd have to walk this thing, and everyone would give the nice people drinks they're like it's not fair that you're being hung here's have some drinks oh by hammered I was like like literally oh, somebody sorry. took a hammer to his yeah. head and I was like okay no. that's brutal but I suppose better so, than yeah thanks. no so, so the, the way this is written about and it's mm-hmm. like he was um, they made him they describe it as it. mercilessly yeah. sober oh so wow. like he was not popular of his time I've been like that when I'm a designated driver I feel like mercilessly, mercilessly sober. Sober. Yeah. yeah it is merciless to sobriety <laughs> so he gets hung hanged and he was publicly disemboweled um, <gasps> so and embarrassing. that's the end of him and then some of the quotes are like he had loads of talents and he squandered them and stuff but let's raise a glass to this guy coins um, no, we've literally not. got to finish in two minutes mm-hmm. yeah quick quick listener crime 
It's not the quickest of listener crimes, and we still have to hear about what Shazia is up to. Let's hear what Shazia is up to, and maybe do a listener crime another time. Yeah. Okay. Shazia, what are you up to? <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting pissed at there at the Clapham Grand on a Saturday <laughs> afternoon. Where can we My find first you? outing in a whole year. It's been a car crash. Um, <laughs> I'm on tour. This tour was meant to be uh, going out, um, me on tour in um, 2020. Ah. But it's now 2021. Okay. So it keeps on delaying and delaying. But hopefully it's going to happen this year. And I'm going to be on tour with my show Coconut, which is out of date. Um, (laughs) Because I wrote it two years ago because I thought I'd go on tour last year. But I didn't know that a pandemic would come in and fuck it up. (laughs) And so I'm going to be on tour, and cool. that's what I'm going to be doing in the next year. Okay. I will be on tour awesome. with Amazing. my show, Coconut. Awesome. It sounds brilliant. Thank, thank, you. You, thank you for having me. Oh, thank no. you so thank much you for having me. Thank you. Thank you. Drunk Women Solving Crime is produced by Amanda Redman. Music by The Lion and the Wolf. If you would like to, you can follow us on Drunk Women Pod on Twitter. On Facebook and Insta, we are Drunk Women Solving Crime. And please review us on Apple Podcasts. And also, if you have a crime that you would like us to solve, write it on a review on Apple Podcasts as well. Thank you to ACAS and thank you for listening. Bye! Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.